today's topic. Willie Lynch series, confronting black sabotage, colonizers back in Haiti, and developing a universal code. Before I go into my presentation, I need to say a, a brief prayer. Heavenly Father, touch the hearts and minds of every person who is listening to this video podcast. If it was up to me, everyone would be on board and working with me to make this film project a success. But you give us free will. I'm doing the best that I can to reach black people, African people, and others. Prove to my enemies that you have called me to do this great work that is badly needed in our inner cities in America, in the Caribbeans, Brazil, and in Africa. In Jesus, Yahshua's name, I encourage all of my Christian friends from around the globe to please add, add my name to your prayer list. Ask the Holy Spirit to connect me with other like-minded black people who have the means and the skills to get our film project fully funded and made in Jesus Yahshua's name. I encourage my Christian friend, my Christian group members in Light of the World Inspirational Group and Christian Spoken Word Network to please step up. Don't just post your videos in the group. I need for you all to participate on this show, either by calling in through Facebook Messenger or if you are unable to participate, then watch my video podcast, leave a public comment on my Facebook page about, about the topic. Most of all, please share my video podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. If you can, please purchase my revised book on Amazon and read my story, or if you would like to purchase some of our items in our virtual store, then do so or give a direct donation through our PayPal page. I encourage people in my secular groups, Gurkai of Chicago, Gurkai of Africa, and New Black Voices of Media to, to participate on this show as well. If you, can, if you can, please purchase my revised book on Amazon and read my story, or if you would like to purchase some of our items in our virtual store, then do that, or give a direct donation to our PayPal page. Without support from the black grassroots, then I am unable to do my job. All I can do at this time is pray and watch our children die in the streets. And I want to do way more than that. And I want to move this organization from behind a computer. That's why I want to do this film first to generate capital so I can be in a better position to do so. Every Thursday, I will try to present topics in order to get black people, African people, and others on my friends list and in my social groups to interact with me in real time and discuss these topics through Facebook Messenger. The question is, are you guys serious about getting our film project popping? We're going to start getting things done. We need to own and control institutions in our neighborhoods. Kyle Chicago will be a multi-purpose facility 
where we can host our local events so that we don't have to rent venues from others. A place where we can hold our conferences and film screenings all under one roof. The only thing which is preventing me from turning my virtual Christian socialist organization, GRCAM, which is the grassroots community activist movement, into a real black Christian business, Gurkayo Chicago, which is the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, is the lack of manpower in the capital. This is why I turned to social media to get my message out to the public through my YouTube videos, my social groups, my blog postings, my online talk show, my virtual store, my revised book, and now through my future urban Christian film, Hood Liberator, Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. This is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group in America. The proceeds from the film will put me in a better position financially so that I can hire qualified black middle-class professionals, buy office equipment, and purchase property on the west side and south side of Chicago. The Kyle Chicago will be a great tourist attraction and help revitalize the black community and black businesses that's already there. Let's make history. Let's take control of our own community by supporting this black empowerment film. Our first topic, confronting black sabotage. Every other group in America is working hard to empower their, their, own, their own group, except black people. I've been on Facebook for 17 years, doing my best to connect with other like-minded black people, African people, and others who are interest, interested in solving black issues locally, nationally, and internationally. Black people in America have been programmed not to work as a group. This is the main reason why I created Krakam. I have created both Christian groups and secular groups so that we can discuss controversial issues and work together to solve them as a collective. The, the minute we start talking about black unity, we usually get uneducated black people trying to talk down on us because of jealousy and contempt. The only way to combat systematic racism or white supremacy is for us to work as a group. There's a lot of division across the diaspora and on the continent. For example, there are 54 African nations who refuse to unite as a whole, and this is what's hurting Africa today. Some people say that pan-Africanism does not work because black people are not monolithic, but rather a distinct group. As I mentioned in my revised book, Black people are mainly divided based on social class, religion, and political affiliation. We are collectively at the bottom and collectively oppressed under white supremacy. In contrast, European nations are unified based on pan-Europeanism. We're focusing on NATO. NATO was created after World War II. The financial elites decided to work together and control the world through global white supremacy. I provided more information about NATO on my Medium page under Show and Prove. And that's uh, actually the transcript that I'm um, actually reading from right now. In NATO, 
you have the following European nations. So bear with me. I might not be able to pronounce some of these names, but like I say, it's on the transcript. So, you know, I'm going to post that transcript on my Facebook page so that you all can uh, get a chance to just read through it, too. Along, along with watching some of the videos I have under Show and Prove. Okay, it says um, Albania, Belgium, um, but, um, I don't know how to pronounce this word. It looks like it says Bulgaria, Canada, Croatia, um, Celtic Republic, Denmark, Estonia, um, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Iceland, Italy, Latvia, Lithia, um, I can't pronounce this word, it starts with an L, I'm not going to even try, um, Monten, Montenegro, the Netherlands, North, North Magdania, Norway, Poland, Portuguese, Portugal, Romania, um, Slavia, Slovenia, Spain, Turkey, United Kingdom, and they also include the United States. All of these European countries, except the United States, have different people who have distinct cultures. They all understand in order for them to maintain power and control, they must work together as a group. God called us to unify. It works for those in power, and this is why they collectively stay on top, because they understand the importance of unification. But we as black people, we always call it being on, on code. Being on code is unification. Our hearts, condolences, and prayers go out to the people of South Africa. I understand the pain and frustration about seeing your former president being locked up because of corruption. But looting and damaging property is not the answer. Once I'm able to get Gurkai established in Chicago, I plan on, and at least um, five other cities, I plan on turning the business over to qualified black middle class professionals so that I can bring my talents and skills to South Africa. I will teach our members how to fight against their enemies and outsmart, outsmart them mentally. Because that's the way to go. I mean, um, looting and burning down, you know, property, all it's going to do is um, bring in those, um, the, you know, the police and military and more people end up getting killed. Also, you know, um, South Africa, if you guys don't get your act together, you're going to mess around and allow those Africanas to try to come right back and take over your country again. 
and you'll be right back under apartheid. We don't want that. We want Africa to be free, completely free. That's why I want to come there. I want to be able to bring my talents and skills there. I don't want to waste another 29 years trying to get Black America to get on board to work with me and all that stuff. They had their time. That's the whole reason why I want to do this story. I wrote the book and made it plain, the vision, and it's barely selling. Hey, it's not that, that I'm not trying. I'm doing the best that I can, but again, people have free will, and uh, I can't lower those standards that uh, my creators put in my heart and mind. I want to solve these issues, and we can do that collectively, but I need other brave and smart, um, like-minded black people and African people to be on board to work with me. Um, the main problem with Africa is the focus on tribalism. Where has that gotten you? The cam is about promoting a 21st century system of 21st century system for the global black family. We are living in a race-based global system. My question to the global black family, how many times do we have to lose as a collective in order to unify and change the outcome of our people worldwide? Being a part is not helping our cause. When brothers and sisters saw what happened to George Floyd, that sparked an automatic unification among black people not just here in the United States, but worldwide, also over there in the UK and certain parts of Africa. So I liked it, uh, that. But why does it always have to take a death? Somebody have to always die in order for black people to unify and, you know, fight against this uh, wicked system of injustice. What gets me upset with black people is that black people patronize other groups over the over our own group. We have to tell black people to support black businesses. This is so ridiculous. But this is why we're in this uh, dilemma. Because black people don't want to patronize each other. As long as we continue to live in America, Canada, or Europe, then we will continue to fund our own oppression. For example, our tax dollars pay the salary of road cops to hurt and harm us as well as to kill us. France continued to leech off West African nations, 14 to be exact. France would end up becoming a third world country without Africa. I don't understand. We have an African Union. Why the African Union is not trying to intervene in South Africa? Haiti tried to join the African Union, but they said no at that time. Africa is blessed with gold, diamonds, oil, and all natural resources. How is, how is it that European nations can get together and leech off of Africa while the average African family is living below the poverty line, all because you don't want to unify? The scriptures teach us about coming together in unity. Global black family, aren't you tired of losing? This is why I'm reaching out to you all. Because again, here in America, we're only 12% of the population and we can't get along with each other. Because of this, again, like I say, because of this Willie Lynch uh, mentality. The greatest fear that the white supremacists have is black people 
starting to work together to solve black issues. As I mentioned in my revised book, the unification that our grandparents had during the 60s can be applied in this day and age. The civil rights movement spread around the globe. African leaders were inspired to push for their independence. That's the power of unification. We can easily solve a majority of black issues by practicing targeted economic boycott. And that's not illegal. All you're doing is withholding your money. You're not going to buy a products or services from a company that practice racism. As long as we remain divided, we're going to eventually become a permanent underclass and we may end up being a stepping stone for new groups coming to America so that they could live their American dream while we still live in an American nightmare, unfortunately. Our next topic, colonizers back in Haiti. First of all, our hearts, and our hearts, condolence, and prayers goes out to the people of Haiti. Haiti has special significance to black people because it was the only black nation that was able to free itself out of slavery in 1804. As a result, there has been a never-ending effort to subjugate the people of Haiti. The assassination of Haiti former President Jovenel Moise does not sit well with me. I'm suspicious about what was happening in Haiti. None of these circumstances make any sense. I provided several video clips about the former president of Haiti's assassination and the suspects on my Medium page under Show and Prove. I will provide the transcript on my Facebook page. According to CBS News, 17 suspects have been detained, including two Asian Americans. 15 of the detainees are from Colombia. President Jovelle Moise was shot 12 times in the head. His wife was shot in the crossfire. She, she was shot three times. She was taken to a hospital in Miami. We're talking about things that we're not supposed to talk about in public, but this is the new black voices of media. This was a Colombian assassination hit squad to destabilize a black nation. You have 25 people or more involved. All we need to do is follow the money. It took time. It took planning and expertise. If the financial elite sent a whole strike platoon to Haiti, then that means they have an agenda for Haiti. We're supposed to think that since law enforcement caught many of the suspects, then justice will be served. According to the BBC News, the article says a group of 28 foreign mercenaries, including retired Colombian soldiers, assassinated Asian President Jovenel Moise. The question is, who paid these Colombians to go to Haiti? It's not a spot that drug cartels need to get to America. It's out of place for Colombians to topple governments. Relationships between Washington, D.C. and Colombia have become cozy. Colombia have 30 years of military training by the United States. 
I remember when America corporations were trying to privatize water in Bolivia. The financial elites thought they could get away with it until the people rose up. The next question is, who benefits from the continuing chaos in Haiti? We all know that Western powers, the United States and France, benefit from a destabilized Haiti. We are also in the business of, well, they are also in the business of cultivating absolute chaos. The financial elite sent a strike platoon for the purpose of overthrowing a government. If Haiti is the poorest place in the Western Hemisphere, then why send a strike platoon? According to Stephen Marks, quote, Confessions of a Political Hitman, first, the financial elites use political unrest. If political unrest doesn't work, then they use civil unrest. We saw this play out in Egypt, Iran, and Libya. Many black people are reluctant to look at former colonial powers. Our last topic, developing a universal code. The grassroots community activist movement is about organizing smart black people and African people and encouraging our people to practice group economics by first purchasing my revised book and read my story for yourself. Black Americans have Rejected my vision and plan for 29 years. This has, what has that proved? To me, it proves that it's unnecessary casualties. Um, you know, our kids are constantly uh, being killed and, you know, I mean, people are protesting and stuff, but, and, and they have a lot of um, nonprofits, you know, in the inner cities, but and a lot of churches, but the problem still persists. All I've been asking for is a chance to for people to you know work with me and Sister Renee, so that way we can get this organization started. We don't even have a physical building. This is why I'm online. This is why I'm trying to do this film, so that way I can be in a better position to uh, purchase property, hire qualified people. And get this thing popping. Because at the end of the day, it's our children that's suffering. I don't like these um, unnecessary casualties. Um, I'm reaching out to the glo- to the black grassroots and the global black family to help me get my revised book on that bestsellers list so that people would take our cause serious. Help stop the genocide in American ghettos so that we can uh, show our black youth that we care about them and their future. This is not just about um, black youth that's, you know, in the inner cities. I want to reach out to our black middle class, especially the professionals to be a part of this. But the only thing is, we're going to raise the standards because all this unnecessary rejection that I've been uh, enduring, that hasn't stopped me from doing what I'm trying to do. This is why I'm doing my show on Thursdays, trying to raise awareness. This is why I'm on social media. 
Now, um, I used to be on uh, my MySpace. I'm gonna say uh, like around um, 2000, um, 2005. Around that time, I had about 50,000 people that I used to correspond with until you know uh, MySpace got you know it went down and all that stuff. Um, I also used to have uh, Google groups, the same groups that I have on Facebook. It was on all the other social um, sites that I used to be on. But a lot of those social uh, groups were, you know, I would say they got uh, eliminated. But all this time I've been trying to encourage people to exchange emails with me so that way we could still stay connected. And now what I want, I want us to try to do is, you know, I'm trying to mobilize everyone that's on my um Facebook page that's serious to also um, subscribe to my uh, YouTube channel so that way um, when I do these shows I don't just have to be on um, Facebook but I can also be on uh, YouTube as well where people can interact with me on there and they can share that with their friends and that can really get this the ball rolling because a lot of people you know there I understand you know people you know have families you know you're working school so you not might not be able to come on the show like that but that's how come I do the videos or video podcast so that way you can watch it uh, whenever you um, have some a moment and it's available 24 7 also have it as a transcript so that way people could you know read everything word for word if they want yes it's long but you know I'm just this is my uh, job this is what I have to do I'm trying to reach people and I have it as an audio where people can just listen to it as, as the um, on the podcast so you have three forms um, at your leisure I have again the video where people can watch the video on YouTube uh, people can read the um, transcript that's going to be posted on my uh, Facebook uh, page, or people could just listen to the um, the audio on my podcast on Anchor. But um, bottom line, I um, through this organization, I want to make sure that we raise that bar. That means I do not. Um, I'm not going to settle. You know, I want to make sure that everybody's going to be screened first and foremost, starting here in the city of Chicago. Um, if we're unable to get half of the people in the uh, community, let's say, for example, Austin Garfield Park in North Lindale, if we're unable to get all those people over there um, in the community to be working with us, then um, we'll just take this organization to another city. But bottom line, we're going to do the best that we can to uh, carry out this vision. I'm raising that bar. I do not associate, like I say, with um, hardened criminals, active gang members, urban terrorists, pedophiles, rapists, con artists. In this organization, I require um, people to... um, they're going to have to go through a criminal background check. 
they also going to have to have their fingerprint um, in our database so that way we can keep tabs on who's doing what. That's what makes this organization different than other black organizations. This is based on my experience. And this is my reputation on the line. You know, I'm not out here playing games. This is real. Um, so uh, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines. I'm going to wait around for about 15 minutes. If I don't have anyone that uh, called in, then no problem. Hey, I tried. But I'm going to continue to do this show every Thursday until I am able to um, generate the capital I need to get this um, film project fully funded and made. Because our, our kids deserve more and better. And I want to be able, when I come to Africa, I want to be able to not come to Africa empty-handed. I want to be able to... Um, be in a better position financially where I can, you know, hire qualified uh, people that's going to be uh, our members that want to work with us, that want to be a part of this organization. This organization is membership-based. And this is not just, um, this is not for me. This is, you know, for the community part of it is going to be um, a nonprofit portion. And that's my gift to my members. Another part is going to be for-profit, um, business-based uh, service. You know, we're going to have like um, like a little um, music studio, and so we're going to charge for that. And that's how I'm going to make my bread and butter. We're going to basically, yes, uh, get into real estate and all 